0: Yeah, Friday! Welcome to the Ranting Rain Watcher Podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star Or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. This is... Episode 74. I got a packed show for you. Let's not hold anything back. Let's get into this. Journey updates. And another successful week in the books. We have lost... A half pound for this week. For the month of January, we are down 9.2 pounds. And total, since January 12, 2019, we are down 139.8 pounds. The pounds remaining to get to milestone 150 is 10.2 pounds. The pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 is 35.2 pounds. And the pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 60.2 pounds. Not a bad week. We aren't going to complain about it. A loss is a loss considering every time I end a week with an enormous loss like I did last week of 8.6 pounds, it's usually followed by a week that has a gain or staying the same. So I will take that half pound loss and run with it, and we will continue exactly what we've been doing. No planned changes for the week. We will continue it right into next week and see how we go from there. So today, I want to talk to you guys about New Year's resolutions. How many of you guys out there that listen to me make New Year's resolutions? most of the time you hear people say, oh, I'm making a New Year's resolution to concentrate on my health, to lose weight, to get out of debt, to work on myself, to work on my relationship. All kinds of things you can make a New Year's resolution for. You ever think, where was I last year? When I made my New Year's resolution, where was I? Where am I today? What was my New Year's resolution last year? Did I achieve it? Does that ever go about in your mind with what you've planned? And how did, how did the year end? What was the result of your New Year's resolution? My guess is you didn't. My guess is, like every other New Year's resolution person, January 1st hits, and you dive right into whatever your plan is or dive right into whatever you're trying to do without even knowing how to swim. You have no education about what you're attempting. You have zero plan to get it done, and you have zero preparation you're like those guys that, you know, the polar bear challenge when they go in the ice water and they swim in the ice water in the dead of winter. You're like doing that, except you don't realize that the lake you're about to jump into is completely frozen. There is no hole. There is no water. It's just a solid block of ice straight across from end to end. And you dive in head first. Boom. And the head hits the ice. And you go however many days you can go without having that education, without having that plan, without having any preparation done. And we hit something called Quitter's Day. This is an actual thing. I didn't know about it until just a few days ago. Quitter's Day every year on January 17th is Quitter's Day. Quitter's Day is something where the majority of the people who made New Year's resolutions have already realized they failed and given up on them. I didn't make this up. You can look it up. Quitter's Day. Now, a lot of people still keep going past quitter's day but by the by mid february 80% of the people that made new year's resolutions have now quit and have gone on to back to what they did before but why why did they quit if you quit last year i want you to think about this if you quit last year if you had a New Year's resolution and you didn't end up going through, why did you quit? And if your answer is willpower, you're wrong. Because I'm going to say that you never had the willpower, so it's it's not as if you can muster it up. It's not as if you can learn to have it. Willpower is either there or not. It's just this mysterious thing that somebody gave a name to. Really, I if I had to give it A a, a definition, if I had to say a reason you failed, is that you're not fed up enough to put in the hard work. That's what I would say. So every year, January 1st comes, you make your declarations beforehand. Christmas, you know, is over. You start thinking about New Year's. So you start thinking about a New Year's resolution. So New Year's Eve hits, you tell a bunch of people what you plan to do. I'm going to lose weight this year. That's it. This is the year. This is my year. And here you are. You're either one of the people that quit on by January 17th or you're one of the few that make it to the February where now nearly 80% of the people that made New Year's resolutions have now finally quit. I mean, which which are you? Really? But if you look back and you see that you did this, it really doesn't matter when you quit. It just matters that you quit. How far you made it into the year doesn't make you any better than anybody else. It's more about why. Understanding why you quit is the way you'll make it so you don't quit anymore. Getting to the root cause of why who, what, where, when, why, how. Because willpower isn't an answer. It's not real. Because if you had, if you ever, if anybody ever had willpower, they would just do it, right? But it's no, there's no such thing. It's just, it's a word they, that people that didn't get it, that saw someone else that did get it, gave to that person. So like when you see someone else is successful at doing something you weren't successful doing, say you joined Weight Watchers on the same day someone else did and you see they are succeeding, you become one of two people. You either become the person that calls them lucky for succeeding or you you just say that, oh, they have so much willpower, they have so much willpower, so much determination. I don't think it's that at all. I think that person is just fed up enough to realize that the work is a lot harder than anybody ever thinks when they start the journey. There is this little easy work in the beginning, right? Because in the beginning when you start, you, you just make a couple of good choices on food and you just start dropping weight. You just take in a little extra water and you start dropping weight. And the majority of the weight you drop in the beginning is water weight. It's not fat. When people drop five pounds in a week, no, you're not losing five pounds of fat in a week. But you made a couple of healthy choices that aren't as salty. All of a sudden, your body starts releasing water. And you know what? A gallon of water weighs nine pounds. I know this from my uh, aquarium hobby. Okay, so it's not hard for your body to hold that much water. And it's not hard to lose it if you start making proper choices. So you get all, you get this mentality like, wow, I'm doing great. I dropped nine pounds. But really, is it really nine pounds? No one ever thinks that. They just see the number go down by nine and they feel great. They don't analyze it the way i've analyzed it for you in the last i don't know what 10 minutes because if they did they may be able to get their head on straight for what's to come because that first 10 pounds comes off pretty easy if you're making the right choices if you're letting go of things there's some people that come into this and they give up everything they give up anything that re- that turn that is sugar related they give up carbs. They give up uh, anything f- heavy and fat. They give up the chips. They give up all these things. And of course that's going to work. But the question becomes, is it sustainable? All of these things you've given up. I'm not saying it's impossible to do. I'm asking, is it sustainable? Because this doesn't end. And that's another thing people do. The people that end up returning after having hit goal, it's because they thought goal was the end. Goal is only the beginning of the next part. And it's like you have to relearn everything all over again because you know your mentality this entire journey thus far, up until the point you hit goal, was to lose weight. And now it's like you have to... No one ever taught you in this process how to maintain weight. No one ever, because you didn't need to. You weren't in the position. I'm not saying it's because you didn't ask. I'm not saying it's because you're stupid. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying it wasn't in your priority list to learn how to maintain. And you realize really quickly that maintaining weight is nothing like losing it. And it's like a a mind-blowing situation you find yourself in. Maintaining weight is completely different. How do I know this if I haven't hit goal? Because I was talking to someone who did. I was talking to someone who was struggling with maintaining weight. So I went into my mode of thinking, okay, well... Let's see, how much do you exercise? Oh, let's see, how much, you know, what do you take in? All this stuff. And everything was checking out. And the sad part is she was continuing to lose weight where she was ordered not to. She was told not to lose any more weight. Now, everybody, there's a bunch of people listening to this right now that are all rolling their eyes because they would pay billions of dollars to be in this situation. And you know what? If you listen to half my episodes of what it took to get to that situation, you would probably get there. But most of you are so unwilling to do what's required. You may never get there. That's the truth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, if that offends you in any way, I'm sorry, but it's true. How many, think about how many customers are in the weight loss world, regardless of system, I don't care what the system, think about how many consumers are paying to be part of a system. And now think about the actual number of people that get to what their goal is. It's an astronomically small percentage of the people. It's like the same percentage of the people that play football in... in grade school, in high school, Pop Warner, and then by the time they they get to go to college, were they good enough to play football for college? And then were they good enough, were they the less than 2% that actually make it to the NFL? It's the same idea. Because most people jump into this having zero clue of how much work is actually required. Zero. They know what they're willing to do. Okay, that's it. I'm giving up carbs. I'm giving up fat. I'm giving up the chips and all this stuff. They, they could name all the things they're going to give up. But they can't give you, well, what happens when you want them again? Because giving them up doesn't teach you how to deal with having them in your life. So if you give them up, now, listen, if you feel like you're addicted to these things, then maybe you do need to give them up for a period of time. Until you know you can handle it. The hardest thing in life to be addicted to is food. There are many addictions. Okay. But you actually need to eat food to live. You don't need alcohol to live. You don't need cigarettes to live. You don't need drugs to live. But you do need food to live. Your body requires it. So if food is your addiction, I would would say that it's the hardest addiction to get over. But that doesn't matter. What matters is, if you have to give up those things for a certain period of time, fine. Give them up. And the, the thing becomes, when you return to those things, you can't feel like a failure for returning to them. It can't be your mistake because that's going to cause all kinds of other problems so how do we do it how do we break the quitters day mentality how do we stop ourselves from dropping the new year's resolutions or quitting the new year's resolutions before they can actually change our life we'll talk about that after the break don't go anywhere Hello. I'm Donato Russo. And I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranchers Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you, because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are Enough. for sticking with me. So I got some great news today. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I went through an issue of time where I was dealing with some prostate issues and had a follow-up today. The doctor agreed that I can officially come off the medication that I was on for it. We would try it out the medication would take a month to come out of my system. So if any given moment I have trouble again during this month of not taking it, that we have to remeet meet to see where we stand, maybe choose a different medication or whatever. But, you know, I've said it before, our bodies were not designed to stay on prescription medication. They were not. Sorry, it was just so many things are affected by the, what we put on our body and daily use of prescription medications affect other parts of our body. It may help whatever we're taking them for, but there are also other parts of the body that are effective. I firmly believe this. I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. Please, don't take it as such. But what I'm saying to you is, every time you watch a pharmaceutical commercial, they announce what this drug will help you with. And then they spend some time talking really fast about how many other things it will affect. And they never know the whole list of things it will affect. They just tell you the most common ones. So we take these drugs and we do whatever the doctor tells us to do. Meanwhile, yes, this, this drug is helping you do one thing. But in the meantime, it's affecting liver. It's affecting all these other things that have nothing to do with what you're trying to fix. Am I saying the drug I was on was doing that? No, I'm not saying that. I don't want to be the one to find out 40 years from now, this drug did this to me over this 40 years. There are supplements that help my situation and I want to try the supplements, vitamin supplements or whatever they are, dietary supplements. I want to try these out alone and then if I end up having the issues again, Okay, fine, let's revisit it. What what other drugs can we try? But I want that option. I don't want to just say, okay, well, the doctor said I have to take this medication and I'm just going to take it for the rest of my life. No, that's not the way I work. I question everything. So long story short, it was a great feeling to to hear him say, yes, okay, fine. We'll take it off. We'll stop it for a month. It'll take a month to come out of your system. If you feel the symptoms coming back again, Then we'll have to meet up again and discuss what we're going to do next. So I have some of the drug left over. If I end up having the difficulty again, I could take the drug, make my appointment with him, and say, hey, you know, can we talk about a different drug and see what happens? But I'm very happy I get to be off medication and trying vitamins instead of prescription medication. Before the break, we were talking about New Year's resolutions, and we're talking about something I never knew existed called Quitter's Day. Quitter's Day is the day of the year that most people who make New Year's resolutions have already failed and have given up, and that is January 17th, every year. And then by whoever else sticks around, 80% of the total people that made New Year's resolutions have officially quit by February. I don't know what the percentage is on the 17th, but it's a a significant amount to say, to call it Quitter's Day. (laughs) I mean, whatever that day is. But how do we break the system? How do we get out of this new year, new me mentality? People will say that every year. But At the same time, they don't even remember. On January 1st, 2022, they don't remember that exactly a year ago, they were saying the exact same thing. So what about you is new this time? If you were saying this exactly a year ago, new year, new me, how come you're here again a year later making the same declaration? What actually changed? The sad part is nothing, nothing changed. And that's why you're here. That's why you're back to the new year, new me declaration. Because nothing actually changed last year when you said it. You did what you thought was right. I'm not faulting you. You gave up a bunch of things that a bunch of people on TV say you have to give up. Where in reality, it's about finding balance. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Finding balance between healthy choices in life and unhealthy choices in life is the key to living the healthy lifestyle. Everybody says they want to live. But how do you find balance, Don? There are some things that everybody has in their head. They think in their head it should just go this certain way. And they're unwilling to accept any other way. And I feel sorry for these people because, and I was one of them. But as long as you believe these things, you will not succeed. It's the key to breaking into the healthy lifestyle. Is The first thing is you got to realize perfection is a pipe dream. There's no such thing as perfect. You don't need to be perfect to have a healthy lifestyle. You don't. You don't. Since I, Listen, I've been on this plan since January 12th, 2019. I just celebrated three-year anniversary on plan with Weight Watchers. I've never stuck to anything this long in my entire life. I mean, I had gastric bypass, and I failed at that. I was one of the 40-some-odd percent. They don't tell you much about this, but of the people that have some sort of weight loss surgery, over 40% of those people end up gaining all of the weight they lost and more. And now because of that, revision surgeries are on the rise. It's a normal thing to have a revision surgery. What's a revision surgery? It's just going back in and doing the exact same thing to the body once you've compromised everything. Everything that was done to you to make you lose the weight you did lose. So I started at 460. In one year, I was 277. Then I spent the next 15 years of my life gaining it all back up until the point where I hit 396. When I hit 396, I said, that's it. Something's got to change. And I also faced the decision choosing revision surgery or doing what I should have done all along and learn what it really takes to live a healthy lifestyle. And I knew that if I didn't do what was required the last time they went in and cut me up and did an operation, what makes me think I would be any different this time? What, just because I gained almost all of the weight back? No. That doesn't make me a changed person. So many of us that have had weight loss surgery, we don't even change what we eat. The same foods, yes, we eat less of it, but the same foods are going in. There was nothing stopping me from eating a Big Mac or whatever other fast food there is. It was just how much of it I could eat. Whether my stomach was the size it was or the small size they turned it into, I was still filling it with the garbage that is fast food. The behavior did not change. And it does not take perfection to change your behavior. It takes consistency. small, achievable goals, adjustments that you need to make in your life, but you need to make them over long periods of time. You need to give yourself time to turn it into something you just do every day. When you wake up in the morning, think about what you do. Think about it right now. Think about everything you do the minute you wake up in the morning. Because chances are you do that exact same thing every day when you wake up in the morning. And you do it without thinking. That is consistency. Approaching your healthy lifestyle by creating consistency in the things you are not consistent in is what you need to do. It is what is required to get you to where you want to go. Small, achievable goals. Whatever you don't do. For some people, just the adjustment of, okay, I don't drink enough water. I'm going to work on making water consistent. Other people, okay, I don't do any exercise. I'm going to work on making exercise consistent. So what's a small goal in exercise? It has to be detailed. I mean, if you have to write this down, then you write it down. Make it official. I commit to some sort of movement. Let's, let's say walking for the sake of the conversation here. I commit to walking 15 minutes a day, three days a week, for the next four weeks. I will do nothing to change this until the four weeks is over and so you've given yourself a bunch of room there's seven days in a week you haven't committed to what days it has to be it doesn't have to be monday wednesday friday there is no have to be there is no have to you just said three days you want to do monday tuesday wednesday do monday tuesday wednesday If that's too much for you the next week, then do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If that's too much for you the next week, you want to do Sunday, you want to do a Sunday, a Saturday, whatever you want to do. As long as it's three days within the seven-day time period, it does not matter. You achieved the goal for that week. It was a successful week. And before you know it, just like that, the four weeks is over. And now it's time to make your first new decision. You can add more time. You could say, I'm going to do 20 minutes. You can add another day. You could say, I'm going to do four days. Do not do more than one thing. Do only one thing. Make your choice of what you think that thing needs to be. Do you think it needs to be 20 minutes? Do you think it needs to be a fourth day? Whichever that is, it does not matter. But you're doing that now for the next four weeks. And then you're going to make another change after that four weeks, and you're going to do that for the next four weeks after that. Before you know it, four months has gone by, and your original goal is now something you do without trying. The goal of three days a week for 15 minutes is now something you do without thinking. And it's something you do way more than that because you've added other things. And it doesn't have to be just exercise. I used exercise because it's an easy way to explain. You know what you have to do when you, to lose weight. I don't have to explain this to you. You're, the system you've chosen, Weight Watchers, Keto, Intermittent Fast, whatever it is, every single one of them is going to have guidelines. Every single one of them is going to have core values that you need to follow in order to be successful. If you aren't following the core values of whatever plan you've chosen, you are like the person that gets on a bike and says, I don't care how you're supposed to ride a bike. I'm only using my right foot. And I will ride this bicycle with only my right foot. Okay, go ahead. Do what you got to do. When you fall on your face enough times, maybe then we'll talk. I don't know how many times that's going to take. But when there's enough, then you'll come back to me. We need to stop diving into systems without knowing anything about them. First thing, you go in with a knowledge of what you're going to do. And if part of what you're going to do is ignore the core values, you're already, you're setting yourself up for failure. You will find success in anything you do up to a certain point. Every system has a point of no return, a point where things get harder. And if you aren't doing the core values of whatever that system is, when you get to that point, you're going to quit because the things you were willing to do and the things you were unwilling to do will meet up with you. They will catch up with you and you will have to, the choice to either finally do the things you were unwilling to do or quit. And there's going to be times you're going to fail a million times and that's okay Failure is okay. Why is it okay? Because I told you already, perfection is a pipe dream. There's no such thing as perfect. Nobody's weight loss goal goes down on a perfect slope. Think about the stock market. If you see a company's trends of how they're doing, there's no straight line upward. If the overall is that it's on the trajectory upward, it's a good stock. You're... Weight loss journey is the same, except everything you want to go down. There are going to be spikes and dips, spikes and dips. On As long as the overall is the downward slope, it does not matter how many spikes there are. It does not matter how many times you gain weight. Your weight is going to be all over the place during this journey, as long as the overall trajectory is downward. If you start to pay attention to your weight like a stock trend, you're going to be able to see when your weight is trending upward and when your weight is trending downward. And if your weight is trending upward for a number of weeks, then you could put a plan in. Okay, what am I not doing? What can I do better? How can I make a change here that will cause this to go back on the downward trend? It does not make you a failure to have a gain. Failure is necessary to achieve success. Failure is just the teacher. Whatever you need to do to get to the next level, failure is teaching you your is to learn from it or not. Everybody has that choice. When they face failure, everybody has the choice to learn from it or just keep repeating it over and over and over again. It's up to you to see the failure. It's up to you to see what you're not doing. It's up to you to correct it. Nobody can do it for you. The system will not bend because you don't feel like tracking. The system will not bend because you think that weighing and measuring is, is unnecessary. The system will not bend because you think you shouldn't have to exercise. It's up to you. The best way I could explain to you what a weight loss journey is like You're in a car. You know where you want to end up, okay? You don't know exactly how to get there, but you put your address in the GPS and you're just following along what the GPS says. The one thing you don't realize is, remotely, the maps of the GPS system are being updated constantly. And what you don't know is, every second by second basis, the map is changing, And if you're not aware of it, you're going to be going in the completely wrong direction without realizing it. So you have to be constantly aware of what's going on so that you can make the adjustments to continue toward your destination. This is what a healthy lifestyle is like. Someone else is moving the map around. You still have to get to your destination regardless. So let's say you feel like I'm talking to you today. You know what the best thing about all this is? None of it is permanent. If I pointed out all of the faults that you have, it's not, it's not set in stone. It's your choice To keep the faults or to change them? Now, do I want you to change them all today? No. That's what you've been doing your whole life. And that's why you're still in this same position. What you need to do is pick one thing. Become proficient in that one thing. Then take the next thing. Become proficient in the next thing. And you keep doing that with all of your faults eliminating one by one by one but you're never going to ever completely get rid of them you're just going to be so good at it it's not going to bother you when you fail anymore that's the key i told you perfection it doesn't exist it's a pipe dream so all you need to do is be so good that when you fail it doesn't bother you That's all I want from you. That's all you should want from yourself. Be so good at what you're trying to do that when you do fail, it doesn't bother you. You make corrections, you move forward, you do what's necessary to get to where you need to be. Every minute of every day, because that's what it takes. Constant adjustments, constant awareness of where you are, not perfection. Do what's required in little increments and you will be successful. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.